Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hello, Dr. Jan Bonhoeffer. Did I say your name right? <laughs> Thank you, Christina. Jan Bonhoeffer is my name. I love it. Where are you from, actually, exactly? I'm born in Germany and live in Switzerland, and my mother is from Switzerland. My father is from Berlin and Germany, so... Yeah. Well, you're a doctor really um, helping people out there, but not just with their body, their mind, body, and spirit. What brought you to the whole world of medicine in particular? Huh. This has been a long uh, journey for me, starting in childhood, in early childhood, when I mm -hmm. saw, I remember that moment, it's kind of strange things in childhood. Huh? I saw my mother has had all these little documents about her life, you know, mm -hmm. and there was this folder. And in this folder, I saw a certificate, a first aid certificate. Hmm. I was like, mommy, what is this? I said, oh, this is a first aid. So tell me more. And this is really how it started. Then I became a paramedic and then I went to mm -hmm. medical school and this is how it all evolved. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I remember the kid now, it did not evolve for me that I wanted to become a doctor, but I think kids get intrigued by things that is their natural curiosity and things that 
are probably their life purpose. Uh, I, you, remember, you know, as a kid, you will maybe pretend to be a doctor or, or go pretend to be a model. And then later on, you're pulled in those certain directions. Um, so now you became a, a doctor and you realize that there were certain things missing in the medical uh, community. Uh, doctors are stressed out of their mind. Uh, there's a big... Um, suicide rate with doctors even because of the stress that they have to go through be, being a doctor, helping patients. Um, and you wrote Dare to Care. You started an organization to bring doctors to, to eliminate that stress, but also help them connect better with their patients. Share more about your whole journey and how you came to not just being a doctor that was stressed out, but going <laughs> deeper than just the medicine, the body. Yeah. Well, I was fortunate in, you know, when, you know, being a pediatrician, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm blessed to serve children. And so mm -hmm. um, I realized very early in my career that they're really my true teachers. <laughs> and so when I'm looking into the eyes of a baby or a young child and I see this mm -hmm. spark and I see this curiosity that you just described, yeah. this is very hard to resist, right? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so this is what really helped me through, if you like, the mm -hmm. standard conventional medical career yeah. and has helped me to kind of stay alive and keep that curiosity and that beginner's mind mm. up and running. And yeah. You know, that's so true. And it's sad. It's like we take it out of children. You are naturally every single person born, not only to care, dare to care, but to be curious. It is a natural, innate thing in all humans. I find every single child, you know, when they're four years old, mom, why is the sky blue? Why is this? How is this? You're like, stop asking questions. But they're asking questions because everything fascinates them. Yeah. Such yeah. an open, the open-mindedness is so beautiful and the open-heartedness too, mm. right? Yeah. It's really, is the willingness and the intention to receive fully with every mm. single cell to really absorb. and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So share how Dare to Care came to be and how exactly are you using your organization to help doctors and then ultimately patients? Well, Dare to Care came about because I worked as a pediatrician in conventional medicine and went through the kind of classic career. And um, at some point I was really, really close to burnout. So mm. it got me to reflect in what is it that I really need and what I really want and what was my initial motivation and what is it I really care for? And what I, yeah. what is the gift that I have to give here on this mm. planet as, mm -hmm. as long as I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. And so this is what got me to um, consider mm. what is really important in medicine. Where's, what were these highlights, the stellar moments in 20 years of, of care. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to share this. And then I realized that um, my goddaughter was a young resident. Mm. And so I felt, wow, this is a beautiful opportunity. I could actually write down, I could write letters to her yeah. and, and tell her basically what I didn't learn in medical school. So all the things that, that they don't tell you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I wish I had known <laughs> when I started out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. I've had a couple of doctors on who said to me, they got started and everyone who I think becomes a doctor comes out with the idea that I want to heal people. That's my thing. It's my calling. I want to, you know, heal mind, body and spirit. Cause I think most people realize that you aren't just the body. A patient walks in presenting with certain symptoms, but it's, it's beyond the symptoms you're seeing in front of you. It goes deeper than that. But with 
the industry, it's so hard to focus on the healing part because you've got the insurance companies, you've got the hospital administration. So it, it kind of gets lost. And then you realize, like my doctor, he was a wonderful practitioner, said to me, I'm willing to get, I'm ready to give up being a doctor because I feel like all I do is fill out paperwork. Um, so share with me some of the lessons you shared uh, with your niece that helped you think that you didn't learn in medical school that helped you get better connected to being a healer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So the constraints are very dominant. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess that's true in many professions that we're kind of finding ourselves in a matrix and possibly yeah. we've deviated from our initial motivation. Yeah. And what I learned is that being connected to myself and reminding mm -hmm. myself of my initial motivation mm -hmm. um, and really looking for what is, what is my deep purpose what really mm -hmm. gives meaning to my life mm -hmm. and yeah. what that requires this is what I learned with a coach who co-authored this book mm. it's kind of a catch-22 what this requires is deceleration so we need to kind of mm. slow down in order to look and feel and see where am I and what is my gift and to really mm. reflect not in a state of running and sympathetic overdrive kind of flight and fight mode and oh what is that I want in my life <laughs> You need to actually mm -hmm. accelerate and take that time. And it's just so worth doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so this is where some of the insights then came from, where I realized what, what, what were these stellar moments. And for me now, let's say pick one really precious thing, something that I, that I do every day religiously now, mm -hmm. <laughs> is to really take time in the morning with the mm -hmm. practice to set the tone for the day. Mm. that is so ah oh, so precious like a little yeah. moment during the day just a few minutes sometimes mm -hmm. you know just to sit down and yeah. drop in and then from this place start into Boom. the day. so Boom. different yeah you know it's so true uh, people do it in different ways i'm now working with a mentor where we're doing that in the morning what's oh. your intention for the day and I, you know it, it really really sets you up with your mindset okay here's where i'm going i have a vocal point some people start with prayer which is a great way to start you know like yes. god show me where you want me to be useful today how do you want me to approach the world and 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 what I wonder, and this is something maybe you can speak to, Dr. Yan, is that during this whole time of the pandemic around the world, lockdown, a lot of people said they have gotten a new perspective on their life because they've had to decelerate, as you say. Right. It wasn't done on purpose. Yeah, they, they didn't plan to be on lockdown, but it has caused a lot of people to really begin to know themselves better and then hence be able to serve the world better. Yes, those who were privileged to slow down <laughs> and, um, and to really have a look, it was it was very precious. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, for some it meant existential crises and yeah. concerns. Mm -hmm. um, but even then, we get to reflect on what mm -hmm. is it that is really important to us and where mm -hmm. where is it that we really want to be. So sometimes it it does take. Um, yeah. A strong blow. It does take. It does take a hard stop for us somehow to to reconsider. Yeah, and what's interesting is I think, and for myself included, you talked about the matrix. I call it the hamster wheel. You're like, blah, 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 right. and, and you're just going, 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 going. And you, after a while, you're like, what am I doing? Why am I here? And it it is so important to have that break sometimes to reflect. 
Because at the end of your life, you'll be like, what did, what did I do on this planet? You really want to have not just leave a legacy, but that you have ha had some sense of purpose, that you were able to leave something behind that's greater and made the world better. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is where this is where a second um, this is where a second practice comes in for me that is really helpful. Um, that is at the end of the day that is about practicing humbleness. That's a really useful thing for doctors. <laughs> um, is to actually step out of this I know and I'm providing the solutions kind of mode, and really going to where did I screw up today? You know, what did I miss? Where, where did I really not live up to my full potential? You know, where did I, ooh, what, do, what do I regret? And, and really accept that lovingly and integrate that. And if we're allowing ourselves to do this, wow, that's 365 learnings a day. Fantastic. A year, sorry. So that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> you can make it a day. You might not get yeah. much done if you do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so true uh, because I think all of us can fall into that trap of, oh, I know, I know. Because once you become good at something, you kind of shut down the doors of learning because you're like, oh, I know everything there is to know. But that is never the, the case. I find, and you had mentioned earlier, how much you've learned from your younger patients' children. Yeah. Children, by their very nature of being curious, will open your mind to angles or ways of looking at life that you've forgotten and pull you back in. But like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that or I haven't thought about that. And, and when you talk about humility, I think for us to do that as a practice, remember, like, what can I learn today? There was a great lesson or, or exercise someone gave me a long time ago. And it was like, look at every mistake you've done. And let's say, let's turn it around. What did you learn from that mistake? So let's say yeah. today you did a, a big accounting error in my case. <laughs> what, what did you learn from that? So um, every day, take it something that you maybe thought, okay, I didn't do so well at this. Boom. What did you learn from it? Or what can you do to shift it so that it's a, it's a learning curve, not just something that I made a mistake with? Yeah. yeah, and it can be it can be an act of self care if it's not of like oh you need to learn from your mistakes, you know. <laughs> but if Hitting it's yourself, actually ooh. like yeah, if it's actually a, a, an opportunity to learn mm -hmm. and to to be yeah. kind with myself, it's like yeah, of course I make mistakes, and and here are ways to to try better the next time. So, but I, uh, it's an opportunity for being forgiving mm -hmm. with ourselves, and that that's mm -hmm. really relaxing. Yeah, I like that you say forgiving. I think that plays a big part. And tell me if you agree, Dr. Han, with dealing with patients, uh, forgiveness, I think, is what causes mm. a lot of our our issues in life from mm -hmm. actually end up ending up getting some diseases because we had this constant unforgiving for ourselves and life and people. Tell me your perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Leonard Laskow wrote a, he's one of my one of my, if you like, role models. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote a beautiful book uh, mm -hmm. called Forgiving Love. So forgiving mm -hmm. love. It's awesome. <laughs> so the, the the deep source of forgiveness is is love. And mm -hmm. um, there's increasing work done actually um, that demonstrates that when we are forgiving, it is almost more healing for those who are actually forgiving than to those that are forgiven. <laughs> yeah. It is that act of heart openness that mm -hmm. is that is healing. It yeah. is that act of compassion that that is really healing. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I'm really picking up from you that's a very important key to being able to dare to care and to give to others is really starting with, of course, giving to yourself, but opening up to yourself and, and realizing mm. 
you know, how can I grow? How can I expand as a human being? Because it's an ever growing process. It's not like, boom, I'm done. You know, I think one thing we get in our society in America is this idea of, oh, once I reach success, it'll be over Mm -hmm. and it'll be great. Except do you ever want to reach the top of the mountain? You want to keep growing as a person. You don't ever want to be up. There's nowhere to go. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's the, I mean, I guess it's, well, it's certainly so for physicians, and I guess it's for many professions like this, is that mm-hmm. we're that we're trained to become mm-hmm. something. So mm-hmm. our reference point is always in the future, which means that we're kind of missing the present moment. And mm-hmm. the stellar moments in my life, at least, I don't know about yours, but in my life, the stellar moments were now and not then. <laughs> or yesterday. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. Today. Yeah. Yeah. You'll miss today because you're focused on yesterday or tomorrow. And uh, right. so what, what I love is you, you have a book, Dare to Care, How to Survive and Thrive in Today's Medical World. What's your number one advice? Let's say there's a pre-med student or someone who's thinking of going into medical school or who is a doctor. What's your one like sage advice to that crew of people who are wanting to survive and thrive in the medical industry? I guess it's it's maybe the the, the image of mm-hmm. um, the airplane travel at the beginning of a journey. Uh, you're told by the stewardesses that it's a good idea to put the oxygen mask on first before you help others, and that's really something that is drummed out of us as healthcare professionals. We're trained to focus on others. And we're trained to be kind of a martyr of, you know, less sleep, uh, poorer nutrition, more work, (laughs) um, harder dedication, all of this. And it's actually draining. And this is why we have such a high rate of burnout and suicide. And um, I guess the most sustainable model for actually caring for others, if we really feel we want to be a professional caring for others, means we need to learn how to care for ourselves, not in an egotistic way, but in a compassionate way. If we learn how to do this and we learn how difficult that is, then we have also compassion with our patients. And then nobody will say like, oh, this patient is not getting better because it's not compliant with my treatment. (laughs) But then you'll actually understand how difficult it is to stay in a discipline and you will find a compassionate way together. I wish that was could become like a role model for other professions too, where we, where we actually learn to see the perspective from the patient's perspective, the life from the patient's perspective or our customer's perspective rather than our own. <laughs> Such an important uh, thing you just said there, Dr. Jan, because I think so many business owners in p- particular forget mm-hmm. that it all starts with your customer. They're the ones who you were started out business for. And the same with being a doctor, you started because you wanted to help the patients and they might not have the expertise you have, but they're inside their body. So if you work together as a team, they'll be more likely to be like, okay, we're in this together. Let's get this solved. Let's get me healthy. Um, I think when you come in at that perspective, they'll be like, oh yeah, you're in my, you're in my court. You're here to help me. Uh, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get, let's get this taken care of. Well, where can people get a copy of Dare to Care and find out more about you? Uh, thank you. It's available on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, so, right behind uh, you. I see it right there. Dare to care. <laughs> yeah, dare to care. <laughs> That's right. So it's available on Amazon. It's self-published. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, if if uh, anyone is interested in learning more about heart-based medicine, then there is a webpage called heartbasedmedicine.org, or in one word. 
And uh, mm -hmm. this is where we try to share, um, if you like, for healthcare professionals, um, it's about more skills and less pills. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and and uh, ways to actually take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And And I wish that this is the first step. I wish that if we can really show that this works, mm -hmm. I wish that the second step is that this will actually empower patients to request this kind of behavior from healthcare professionals, mm -hmm. that the story that I have experienced once, I hope will never ever occur again in the future where a little child, beautiful, like an angelic little girl, mm -hmm. kind of four-year-old girl, super sweet. She was just getting better. And then I walked into the room on rounding patients and she whispered to her mother and said, he looks really tired. <laughs> I was like, wow, that really that really struck me because I felt, my God, my, my role is to invite this young life into a more healthy disposition. Mm -hmm. And what she's noticing is that she's actually more healthy than I am. She's actually mm -hmm. saying, oh, this guy looks really tired. You know, like he, does he, is he really trustworthy kind of thing? And does he need help? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you mentioned something very important. I love heart-based medicine that, or the idea of bringing heart to medicine uh, because I've had way too many experiences myself where I walk into a doctor's office, they have us fill out these forms and do you have any allergies? Are you taking medicine? And then the doctor nurse comes in, they look at your file and they're like, la -da 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 -da, asking you some <laughs> questions, never looking you in the eye. I'm like, hello, patient right here. You could ask me. And and I, I feel that disconnect in it sometimes. And I think it's sometimes because the doctor needs to save himself from so many patients, so overwhelmed. But it just feels like you're in a system. And I think it would be best for everyone if we could break down the system, bring in the heart, and realize we could all hear a lot quicker. And I like that you also mentioned that patients also begin to realize how much power they can have to heal themselves, to take different actions to make their bodies and their mind and spirit healthier. Yeah, what what a different kind of medicine if we came down from our arrogant positions and mm -hmm. we were actually willing to listen to the patient truly. Mm -hmm. The way that I've been trained, and I guess most healthcare professionals are trained in talking to patients is a highly strategic communication. It's a little mm -hmm. bit like negotiation mm -hmm. uh, in business, you know? It's, it's mm -hmm. different content, but it's highly strategic. I have an idea of how to figure out your differential diagnosis and what your problem might be. And so I'm trying to actually get you to um, answer my questions so I can meet my need to make, to get the diagnosis right. Right. And that I justify by saying that this is a good thing for you, but there would be like a really different kind of possibility, which is to ask you, what is it that you're actually looking for? What is it that you actually need? What is it that is important to you? And I'm learning from you rather than telling you what you need. And this has shown time and time over again, this has shown to be really helpful yeah. and has saved so much time. Yeah. And you know what? Also, I think if both doctors and patients came at it from humility to realize patients mm. sometimes will come in like, doctor, fix it all, make it all better. Give me a pill. They yeah. also will. I've heard that from doctors like, well, they just want me to give them the magic pill and there is no magic pill. So I think there's a bit of humility on both sides to realize, OK, I'm going to have to do some effort on my side, maybe begin to have the idea that maybe I could make some small changes that lead to bigger changes that could affect my health in the better. Yeah. Oh, what a culture change. Thank you mm -hmm. for saying this so clearly. Yeah. What a culture change <laughs> if we, if both patients and physicians were actually taking responsibility for their own health 
and then meet in the humbleness of learning about this. Exactly. What a different kind of therapeutic alliance would emerge from this. It'd be boom, yeah. heartbasedmedicine.org. <laughs> well, I have to thank, thank you again, you. Dr. Jan, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christina. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.